okay. You already know what it is, man. It's Modern Talk. Welcome back. It's me, Tommy Wade of TommyWade.com. You heard of it? And we back in this thing. I'm feeling some type of way tonight. I don't know why, but I was just thinking about uh, my past relationship and just started crying right in front of Pete. He wasn't paying attention, luckily, but which is payback because when he got broken up with three years ago or whatever, four, four years ago, he cried right next to me and I didn't know. And bad friend and got back at him. So four years later, that finally paid off. <laughs> I was with him, and then I came back to Scott's house, which is where I'm, like, permanently staying for a month. <laughs> I felt like I had a, I had a Wayne song in my head, so I wanted to get that out. And then I listened to two of the most, like, I don't know if influential is the right word to say, but two of the songs that I associate with my two past relationships, I listened to those two deliberately for some reason. I don't know why I didn't cry, but... um definitely made me feel some type of way and brought up memories and all good uh yeah so now i'm i'm in like the back part of his house which is like a screened in sunroom thing which is it's a fun part and he's a little cleaned up but other than that it's like it's cool and it's the only place i could go like a talk and i don't feel like the walls everyone's listening and i don't want to bother him um uh, trying to like make myself as un known <laughs> as possible because he's kind of like iffy having um another roommate so i'm just trying to like stop my carbon footprint from being seen around here but um also trying to make a positive impact but it's tricky because you don't want to overstep stuff so i don't even know what i'm going to talk about tonight we um i just haven't recorded in a bit so i wanted to record and have something but i also want to be better at editing myself because sometimes i I just go through my day and it's like not even interesting. So we're gonna try to cut back on the non-interesting parts, especially now that like we're in it, in it, and not just like beginning. To me, stuff at the beginning, everything's interesting sometimes because it's like, that's that's how you set up patterns for yourself to carry through. So if you know like what happens in the beginning, then you could fill in the blanks that I someone doesn't talk about. So that's what's up. So actually, this is really fun. So Pete... This is a hard story to like explain. Freshman year, first day of orientation, all the, not all because I wasn't there for some reason, but like a lot of the freshmen at Liberty were on the Liberty football field and they had like a big woohoo thing and everyone got shirts except this one girl um, that Pete saw and she looked kind of like sad and out of place, which I'm sure a lot of people look like that. I'm sure I definitely look like that. And she, everyone was wearing their, these red shirts and uh, she wasn't. And maybe that's why she partly felt out of place. And so Pete was being the good guy he is. He took the shirt off his back and he gave it to her and was like, here, I don't know what he said exactly. but And then she was like, thank you. And then he never saw her again. And then two and a half years later, Pete, Ben and I which Ben is going to be on the podcast. I don't know if he if he'll be out yet, but he's he's one of our like three main friends. So we made a postcard together. I made it like as a fun thing or, or not a postcard, a Christmas card because <laughs> I thought it'd be funny to like give to our close friends and family. I partially did that because I broke up with my or my my 
first girl broke up with me and so I thought it'd be like a fun bro thing to do that so I was handing it to my one of my friends teens who was also on the podcast she got it and then my other friend Sarah was also there and I was like hey do you want one too like kind of as a joke like we didn't even know each other that well yet then and she looked at it and she saw Pete and she was like oh my gosh I know him and (laughs) and I was like oh cool like did you like have a class together he's like she's like no I he gave me a shirt (laughs) I was like um oh cool and I just obviously didn't get it it's hard to explain so finally it got explained and I told him about it and he was like oh my gosh no way her and I showed her him a picture and he's like yeah that's her oh my gosh so I was like you guys should text like that'd be like a funny cool reunition in such a weird way he did and they talked a very little bit but she was in a relationship at the time so she couldn't get too deep into it and so I don't remember how it ended but so they like just left it be obviously and then now another like two and a half years later oh so we're watching Parks and Rec which is like a big part of our time here like it's it's like one of our staples a lot of what we do here that I skip over because it's boring but see, it, it actually matters that I said it because um, because we're watching it, there's a there's a character named Ann Perkins and this girl name is Sarah Perkins. So I talked about, oh, that's Tina who was in the story before. She always called Sarah Perkins Ann Perkins because that's what they say in the show all the time. It's hard to explain it also if you didn't watch Pox and, Pox and Rock. <laughs> Parks and Rec. Am I too excited? Like, I feel like I'm I'm always out of breath when, like, I'm excited about a story and stuff. But I I don't know if that's, like, annoying or... But that's how I tell stories, so accept me. Got him. Uh, just need to take a breath. Especially, like, a fantastical story like this. Like, I get excited, and I'm like, what am I going to say next? I'm just... I'm, I know it's it's a lot of words, and I'm trying to keep it going so I'm trying to like not even take a breath because I want to make sure you're still engaged but I know um you're probably not so I'm trying to just like get through all the information that I feel like I need to say actually here's what happened also she was texting me about another boy that she liked and she wanted advice for me for some reason and so that's how I knew like she was single and and stuff so also Sarah Perkins asked me like what what's up with me now and I said I'm actually with Pete your long lost lover obviously didn't say that but the guy that you know and she's like oh of course Pete my favorite whatever I don't know what she said but like she said something that like seemed like she was interested excited that I mentioned him she's like oh that's so great like that's so fun like the culmination of all that made Pete feel like it was cool to text her so he texted her and then like that night it just like went so well he sent me he actually sent me a gif because i texted him the like next morning like hey how'd it go with sarah perkins and uh he sent the gif of buddy the elf saying i'm in love i'm in love and i don't care who knows it so obviously like he was embellishing but he was like yeah it went really well and i was like oh shoot that's that's so cool and so they've been texting for like at least five days now which is really cool and it's like really heavy seems like every 20 minutes pete has a new text from her so that's just a really funny funny fun exciting story 
man, this might be a long one. So in, in the relationship vein, I think I told you last time that I redownloaded dating apps. I actually tried to tell this story on stage. It's just too complicated and not enough laughs. Because I, <laughs> I tried to like cut, cut down the story as much as I could. But there's not enough laughs for it to be like stand-up worthy. But it is an interesting story. So uh, I think this is maybe the perfect medium for this story. I know about four girls in Myrtle Beach. Two of them are from church. Well, three of them are from church. Two is... I heard through the grapevine she like thought I was mildly attractive. So I was like, oh, cool. Her cousin happened to move in, move in with her shortly after I moved here. Me, Peter, and um, Peter's pastor. And it was like a running joke that like he'll get the cousin because she's a little bit younger. And then I'll get this other girl who's a little bit older than me, actually. But anyway, so I those are the two that I knew from the church. And then the third one is the pastor's wife. <laughs> and then the fourth one is a girl from Open Mic who has a boyfriend. So not interested. So anyway, so we had this 4th of July party. I think we talked about this. So we, at this 4th of July party, in my head, this is where, like, I would see do we actually have chemistry, This all, that whole thing. And then this is the first time we got to meet her cousin. I didn't, like, want her to think that I was into her cousin for whatever reason, so I, like, looked at her and said, hi, what's up? Um, I'm Tommy, blah, 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 that whole spiel. And then Pete said it and stuff. And then so we, um, me and Pete against her and her cousin, ended up competing against each other in cornhole. I thought it went well, and then Pete and her, like, talked a little bit and, you know, got to know each other. So then I'm swiping through Tinder. I see this girl, and I have, like, weird rules about Tinder. Like, I talk about them on the Booby podcast, the second one, if you're interested. Although, it's a five-hour podcast, so you're not going to listen to it just for that little short snippet. But um, I'm just very picky. And she had great pictures. She's pretty. But her only caption her in her bio or whatever was fuel my coffee addiction. So I was like, there's, there seems to be like a decent amount of girls that are like just into money and obviously not just into money, but they just like kind of are like only interested if you got a boat or like you better pay for all my food or like stuff that is like normal. I guess the boat thing is a normal, but the nothing crazy, but I don't want to, I'm not rich right now. And I don't want you to expect me to be rich right now. And if you just like me for my money anyway, not cool. And I don't like girls that are just like, my personality is I like coffee. So I was like, I don't need this one. And she was one of the first people that I saw on Tinder when I was new on it. So I swipe left. And then like an idiot, I paid the better version of Tinder so I could see who likes me. Embarrassing. Did Not proud of it. But I just like, I'm not going to be on it very long. But while I'm on it, I want to like make the most of it. So embarrassed. Yes. Moving on. Also, yes. So I saw that she liked me. So I was like, wow. And I only had a few matches at that point or a few likes. Um, and so I, I liked her back because I was like, well, if she likes me, maybe I... <laughs> also while I was looking through the people that liked me the first day, because I think you get the most the first day because it's like you're new and they're promoting you more and blah, blah, blah. But like, as I was looking through the people that liked me, I was like, oh, breaking up was a mistake because it was like all subpar accounts that liked me, even though like I knew that wasn't true. 
but it just like was like oh, I would have been so much easier just to stay with the person I was with and then so I liked her back my opening line was hi like also do you know like any local good local coffee places around here and she said uh no but I know like a really cool cornhole place and I was like, wow, like in my head, I was legitimately like, wow, that's cool. Like I, there was a place that I looked on Yelp that had a cornhole in the actual restaurant. So I was like, oh, it must be that place or another cool place like that. So that was like my first thought. And I was like, it's so crazy that you say that because I just played with my friend on 4th of July and my love for cornhole got reunited. And then she said, blah, blah, blah. And it was just like every, every message she was trying to say hey, hi, it's me. Isn't that crazy? And then I'm just like, yeah, this is crazy that you're <laughs> like saying things that make sense to me. And because uh, she's cheating because she already knows me <laughs> and hung out with me. And um, oh, obviously, this is the, the cousin that I was talking about earlier, if you haven't figured that out yet. <laughs> she's giving me every chance. And she, I think at this point, thinks I'm playing along too, because it's so like, obvious unless you're me for some reason i guess she thinks that i swiped right on her because she knows that we know each other and then like we had this we were gonna have this playful banter of like oh isn't that funny we we found each other on here and i just kept going and then i i made a joke about like oh were you doing cornhole on the fourth and she said open your eyes tommy and i said oh yeah of course it was the fourth like why else would you be playing cornhole pretty much like, you're right, haha, in retrospect, that was dumb. At that point, I, I can't imagine what she was doing. She's like, he really doesn't know who he's talking to. So she kept going. And then at this point, I don't know this yet, obviously, but at this point, they're, t they're like live tweeting, not live tweeting, but they're like both there at her phone texting me. And then so at this point, her cousin and starts texting me back. And it was nothing like inappropriate, but playing along with what I was saying and then eventually she was like, check your Instagram DMs. And I was like, what? The DM said, hey, Tommy, what's your favorite local coffee place? And I was like, oops. <laughs> I was just like, so thrown off. I was like, what is going on? Like, the girl I like is catfishing me. She's being someone else. Like, that's crazy. And I was like, wait, no, she's verified. So it's actually the real person what is going on? And it still didn't dawn on me. Finally, I don't know what made me realize it exactly other than just like everything piling, piling, piling on me. And then I was like, oh, it's that girl I didn't look at. And then finally, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I didn't look at you that hard. You were wearing glasses. You weren't wearing glasses in any of the pictures except one and the lights were reflecting and I was just like saying everything that could have went wrong and to why I didn't recognize her and she's like I didn't even know that like I guess I look really different in real life or something I was like well I mean it's not your fault it's my fault like for not remembering people's names and being so bad at names and everything I'm like also still DMing I can't believe this this is crazy guess I'm leaving the church now and then she said, no, it's cool. Like your secret's safe with me, which like, I'm not even sure why, <laughs> like what secret she was keeping for me that I'm on Tinder at all. I don't know. She said that and I was like, no, nah, it's cool. Hail Satan. I'm still leaving the church. She said, ha ha ha. And then 
like oh it's really okay and i was like no it's cool i really think it's funny um i'm not like freaking out and then i was like well i'm just gonna double down because <laughs> this is the funnier version of it so i i said so does this mean i don't have a shot with you now <laughs> And then, so she just sent back crying laughing emojis. So that was great. <laughs> I'm sweating so bad in this because it's like nearly outside. And then I, I'm in this side room. It's really the, the laundry room, you know, and it's like eight feet by five feet or something. And it's hot and uh, dark. So I'm basically outside, but I'm also inside with no AC. So that's cool. And uh, that's why I'm like sweating so profusely. I'm going to have to towel dry myself before I go to bed because it's currently 11.13. Cool. So the end of that story is I see them tomorrow morning <laughs> at church. So I'm excited for that. My plan is to, to break the ice. When I see them, I'm going to say, hey, girlfriends. And then everything will be cool and everything will work out. So, yeah. So two nights ago, I did the open mic. It was another situation where I didn't feel like doing it. I don't remember why I didn't feel like doing it this time. Oh, this is why, because I was freaking on the dating apps too much. And I was like, that wasn't good. But I, I ended up buckling down and writing my material out and, and getting it to where I would feel comfortable. And I did it. As I always, like, got ready, like, right at the last minute enough to do it and so I got there and actually I, I get there early because I like to show my dedication but also because I like to be there to sign up pick out what spot I want because I don't like to be there like I don't know if this is like I know it's a bad thing but I don't like to be there like the whole time if I don't have to be but like the hang afterwards is part of the whole deal so anyway 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 <sighs> my back is sweaty uh, okay, so I got there early and they had the local news team interviewing like three of the people like the old heads from the coffee shop that like runs and does the open mic every week for like a long long time. I got to like watch them interview them like with the lights and two cameras and stuff and I was like oh that's really cool. Most people saw that they were doing that and just left, but I just stayed there because I wanted to watch them and also, like, listen, they were, like, telling the history about the open mic, and it was really cool. And then they stayed around for the whole open mic, so I guess that open mic's gonna be on the news and have, like, its own news story, and so they filmed everything, and, like, obviously I'm not gonna, they're not gonna have, like, my whole set anywhere, you know, it was only four minutes or something anyway, but it didn't, like, go as well as it usually did, and I think it's because of the cameras, but I think I did moderately well. Like I played with the like there's a camera right next to the stage at an angle. I stood in the like one part of the stage back corner where the camera couldn't see. And then I said, I'm going to do the whole set from back here because I'm camera shy. And then I was like, I'm kidding. And then I went to front and center. And then before that, though, I signed up for third because I think third is a good place to go because there's two people to like to warm them up and everything. The second guy, he did a poem. The first poem, he did two poems. One original and one written by someone else, which is why are you, why are you doing a poem written by someone else at an open mic, but all good. The first one was about rape that he wrote from like the perspective of a girl that got raped. And then the second one was about war. So obviously everyone was in the mood for laughter right after that. Um, <laughs> I almost like got up and was like, hey, make 
someone who does guitar stuff go next because I don't want to follow that. But then I remembered like you have to kill in any setting if you want to be like a real comedian and you need to learn from like these things that happen um, because stuff like this happens when you're really doing stand up and getting paid for it and you have to do it anyway and there's like no way around it. So like I got to do this. And plus, if you know how to how to maneuver that energy and use it to your advantage, then the laughs could be even better because the tension is already high because like rape and war like (laughs) does it get more like intense than that so you know you have to acknowledge it and then like spin it to make it funny i didn't i didn't like really acknowledge like hey wasn't that crazy how i said rape and war like a lot um but i I did try to like spin, spin the energy. And then I was talking about the cameras addressing what is actually happening. And because a lot of performers just try to act like it's not there. Like the energy's weird because you're like, you're not merging with what is. It's a whole thing. <laughs> like it's, it's a weird thing and like weird theory. And I guess some people would say they have other philosophies about all that stuff. That's where I'm at, at right now. Like you have to acknowledge what's up and then like roll with that and then and like show that you're present because like as an audience member I always love it when I see someone's present not just like saying the same exact thing that they said in the mirror like an hour before or whatever I want you I want to feel like you're actually here like looking at me and merging with my energy and then I said uh, (laughs) as it was not going well (laughs) I stopped what I was like supposed to say and I was like I feel you guys are tight because of the cameras that are here but that's okay. I just want to let you guys know you're allowed to laugh. And then I went back into it. But anyway, and then Pete and I wanted to, um, it was like, it's like late when, when it gets out, it's like nine o'clock or something, which is relatively late because like in like New York or something, they're just getting started at that point. But anyway, things are starting to close down at nine around here. So we're like, ah, Waffle House we should go to because that's like an actual sit down place but it's also cheap and it's open late we went to one and half of it was closed and the other half was full and then there are people in line already and we're like what are we doing here there's like probably four in the area let's drive 10 minutes or whatever and go to the other one and it was takeout only which is like whoa that never happens with waffle house so like it was just a weird night for waffle house and we're like do you mind like us asking why is this uh takeout only And they're like, well, biker week, someone got shot here. So we're just kind of like taking it slow. (laughs) And I was like, oh, okay. Like, I still don't fully get why that means that you should do takeout only. I guess like people can't sit there and shoot each other. But I feel like that's a one in a trillion times happening. But it's all good. So then we just got takeout because we're like, what are we going to go to another one? And that's going to be weird again for some reason. Who knows what? Like the bathrooms are actually spaceships in that one or something. (laughs) So we just got takeout and then watch Parks and Rec. And boring, boring, boring. And so actually one of the girls, one of the four girls that I know from the open mic, her boyfriend also goes to the open mics and he's like, hey, I have a show tomorrow at the Atlas Ale House. Everyone's invited. Obviously, you should come. I was like, oh, like if we're not doing anything, like we might as well do that because that would be fun to support, you know, the people around us and hang out with the people from the open mic because they're, you know, like like me, at least because they're performers and want to 
do it for the love of it and all that stuff. So, and just to make friends and whatever. So, so we weren't doing anything. So we went there. It's like a real bar. And I, I don't think I've ever been in a real bar. I've been in like bar restaurants. So we like sat down and then there was like no one to be seen who worked there. And I was like, when did they, did they come around yet? Like, why is, why don't I see anyone who works here? And they're like, oh, you got to go up to the bar and then order it there and then they'll come to you. And I was like, uh okay and we were on the patio so i was like maybe it's just a patio thing and then we went to the inside like a regular seat they're like yeah you still you still have to go up and and ask them and i'm like what like and the bar was full so i was like what am i gonna like lean between two people and be like hey i'll take one sprite please thank you and then like that's i don't know it just feels so weird and then also also the pork nachos please so I ended up having to do that, but, um, not exactly like that. I just like waited until there was like room. They weren't good because (laughs) the girlfriend of the guy that we came there for was like, yeah, it's state mandated that that you have food at a place that you serve alcohol in. So they're just making the food like edible so that they could sell more drinks. I was like, oh, that feels good. No one cares about food, which is like, the only thing I ever care about. And the place got good ratings on, on Yelp. So like, that was like part of the reason I went, I was like, well, if nothing else happens, I'm going to get like a good meal. And, um, I guess they were rating it on like the actual bar part and not the food part, which is fine. But I didn't, I guess I didn't read the the reviews that hard. And also the people that are eating that stuff are drunk. So, (laughs) and we weren't me and Pete. So I'm trying to cut out like the boring parts of this, but it was like all interesting to me kind of because I've never been in a bar before, like a real bar. And I was meeting almost all new people and the people that I kind of knew already, I didn't really know. Um, I talked to them probably 20 minutes max in my whole life. So we were sitting there, me, Pete, this one girl who like, I I don't even think I met at the open mic before, but I did see her. And then Shelly, the girl who is the other comedian at the open mic and the boyfriend or the girlfriend of the boy who's performing there. So sorry if it's confusing. I'm sure it is. It doesn't matter. So sleep soundly knowing it doesn't matter just trying to set the stage then walks in barista girl who works at the coffee place where we do open mics and she's like hi everyone and was like hey you and like pointing at me and she's like hi and i was like hi she's like you never talk to me and i was like what like i ordered something every time and then yesterday i just asked you like what this was before before it was a coffee place because it's like it's one of those coffee places that was clearly something else a long, long time ago, but then they like refurbished it or whatever. And now it's a coffee house. I thought since she worked there, she might have some knowledge of what happened before this was a coffee house. And she's like, oh, I don't know. It's been like this for 20 years and I'm only 22. So I was two when this was not a coffee house. (laughs) And I was like, oh, okay. I'm sorry. Like, she's like, if you have any guesses, let me know. I was like, I have no guesses, (laughs) but thank you for including me in that thought. Yeah, so fast forward to the night at the bar, and she's like, yeah, you asked me a question I didn't know, so you just made me feel stupid. And I was like, what? Like, asking a question is, like, automatically makes you feel stupid? That's not fair. Um, I definitely didn't mean to do that. And I didn't know you wanted to talk to anyone. I assume that workers, especially, like, service workers, are tired of people talking to them, and they just want to give you 
<laughs> what you want and then like not be hit on or talk to at all pretty much uh but especially like hit on or anything like that so i never tried to do anything besides to get my iced chai tea large and eventually she got pretty drunk and then she talked to us about her life story and she had a like very crazy tragic life story and then she ended up crying and stuff and then me and shelly uh were trying to console her it was you know really powerful because she said like you know, I don't cry because it's like, it's not okay to cry. Like I have to be strong, blah, blah, blah. Like that stuff where like she got told these lies and then she unfortunately like believes them and she doesn't know how to like not believe them. I don't want to say like too much because it's not my story to tell, but it was fun. And then she taught us how to twerk. And so now I know how to twerk. So you hoes better watch out. <laughs> um, my aunt listens to this, so that's funny. Shout out to Betty Coco. Let's go. It's funny because this is like a really late one. Like I'm trying to release one of these a week. This is like number seven or something. So uh, she might not hear this for like another seven weeks or something. And then she'll text me and be like, hey, I got a shout out. After you said, oh, it's about twerking. Cool. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it was really fun. I stayed there really late. And by really late, I mean before 12. <laughs> but it like felt like irresponsible because Pete, after like two hours, uh, we got there at eight and then we only paid for two hour parking, but they didn't like really check or anything after two hours. But Pete didn't want to be there anyway and he wanted to make sure that he wasn't going to get towed. So he went outside and just sat in the car for like another two hours while I stayed and just like enjoyed my first bar experience with like new people that I never met and interesting and in a new city and it was just cool it makes me want to do it again in a way but it's like I know it's not going to be the same I didn't drink either so it's like I don't know it's it's a weird situation to be in and I know like everyone's not going to be there again but I think they might do it every Friday-ish but maybe not all the people come but anyway I don't know so I go to bars now and, um, and they actually invited me. They were going to a different bar when I left. And they were like, yeah, we're we're going to this gay bar. Are you interested? And I was like, um, well, <laughs> first of all, they asked me if Pete and I were gay together. And I said, no, I'm sorry. And um, so then they asked me if I wanted to go to a gay bar. And I was like, I don't know how many times I have to tell you or how many different ways I have to tell you that I'm straight. Is this a test? <laughs> They're like, no, 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 we're straight too. Like, we just want to go because it's fun there and whatever. I was like, well, you know, maybe if Pete wasn't in the car already, like waiting for me for two hours, which he didn't care because he was texting Sarah Perkins the whole time. So he was just like sitting on a cloud, doesn't matter. And uh, I didn't know that. I was like worried, like I had my phone on uh, loud so that if he did text me and was like, hey man, like I'm really anxious. He wouldn't say anxious, but like, I'm really like bored. Can we please go. I was just waiting for that the whole time. So if I knew he was so cool about it, I might have like tried to go to the gay bar with them for like, you know, at least 20 minutes or something just to get that experience. Because how often you get invited to a gay bar and feel like not weird about it, um, which I guess other people would feel weird about that. But I think that'd be a funny, fun experience in the right context. You know, obviously, like, nothing against gay people. Not that what you're doing is, like, a novelty weird thing that straight people could experience for, like, oh, isn't this crazy? But, <laughs> and tonight we went bowling, 
it was really fun and it was like a cool hit place the pastor pete me and um scott the guy i'm living with from pittsburgh oh and in the pastor's son nelson he's nine he i guess he never bowled or he bowled once before but he had the bumpers so he was like spinning it and throwing it from his chest and he was like really really upset because he couldn't not get a gutter ball he's like can you put up the the bumpers please and he's like getting really mad and eventually he was like even tommy has a better chance of winning than i do and i was winning by 10 pins at that point and he didn't hit one one pin yet and he just like threw me under the bus like i don't know if it's like a a thing where he's like he doesn't respect me for some reason and then that like thing just slipped out that like I don't respect you and like and like obviously I'm gonna beat you and not considering that I am actually beating everyone I don't know <laughs> it's just a weird thing but I'm sure it meant nothing but it was just <laughs> like I don't know so unnecessary and like so, something very little but weird also happened when we did we do like small groups on Wednesday nights or something someone brought uh, cheesecake from Walmart and I brought like a mousse chocolate pie which is like really good and like it's always a hit when my family one of my family members brings it to like a family function and I know it slaps so I was like oh that'd be fun it's like not that expensive and who doesn't like dessert so I brought it not knowing someone else brought dessert because I don't think anyone else brought dessert before to the small groups and then <laughs> I wish I could remember exactly what the pastor said but he was like yeah and we'll have uh good uh pie and gestured to just hers and i was like well yeah mine mine too though and he was like you know well yeah 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 yours too and like just like he just didn't i can't remember it was just passive aggressive and i think it wasn't on purpose even but just that like obviously hers is going to be better i don't know why if it's just because she's a girl or like obviously tommy doesn't know what he's doing he's just a guy he can't bring good dessert i don't know it's not like hers was homemade. If hers was homemade, I'd be like, yeah, of course yours is going to be better. But hers was from Walmart, and it was plain cheesecake with nothing on it. And it was really good, to be fair. But obviously, we didn't know that at the time. And then once everyone tried mine, they're like, actually, this is so good. And I was like, oh, really? Why did you expect it not to be? Just because I brought it? I don't know. <sighs> but that's something I'm working on. I don't want to be you know, taking that stuff personally. And I mostly didn't, I mostly thought I was funny, but deep down it's like, hmm, what's that about? So, you know, that's where I'm at. And I downloaded the audiobook Experiments in Truth by Ram Dass. I just started it, so I don't really have anything to say about it. I'm trying to get back into the like real spiritual Tommy. I was like really killing it right before my last relationship. And maybe that's why I got that girl because I was like confident and like felt like spiritually thriving and she wasn't like super spiritual so i wasn't like actively working on that stuff so it kind of like fell by the wayside so now i want to get like juiced up again about it i didn't know what i was gonna say before before i started any of this but it seems like after open mics i'm like kind of juiced from from it and i want to talk and last night was a juicing thing so <laughs> Like and subscribe, blah, 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 blah. tell your friends, Apple Music, rate and review, gang gang, bing bang. You know, this is ending, maybe because I'm hot again. I need to find a well air conditioned place that uh, doesn't have bad sound quality that I could do these in. Maybe I'd be more comfortable and say more stuff, although I've already said a lot.
So, yeah, I guess that's it. Thank you so much for listening. You are the best modern talkers. Thank you for keeping up with this. This is just, you know, rambling journals about the American dream, as you know. And uh, go watch Dave, <laughs> speaking of the American dream and stuff. I just rewatched, this is the last thing. I just rewatched Pillow Talking by him. The, mu- the music video is incredible. I had the urge to say, like, so the girl, the girl who plays his girlfriend on Dave, his TV show, is also the girl who plays his like one night stand in this music video. The whole music video is is a rap, so it's like him rapping and him also rapping as the girl. She's like mouthing the lyrics, and she's just so good. Like I don't know what it is about her, but I have such a crush on her, and it's like that made me think of another thing. If I do have another girl, like my last girl would be so jealous if she listened to like if I said I had a crush on someone when I was like in third grade. Like she wouldn't hear it. If she heard it, she would be like sad for a couple at least a couple minutes. I don't want a girl that's like that and not that that's like a horrible thing that my last girl did. Like, I know that's not something that she chooses to do. No one wants to be jealous. But I also want a girl that will accept me even though I thought a girl was cute in a music video. Like, I want her to be secure enough that like, I obviously know you're not like trying to get with her because you thought she was cute or something. Even if you were, like, it's cool. Like, I want the best for you no matter what. And if that's, I hope that's with me. But if not, I love you so much that I just want only good for you. Anyway, that's the last thing I'll say. And maybe I won't post, like, most of this because I'll realize that it's too oversharey and and annoying to be talking so much about relationships because I didn't care about talking about relationships when I was in a relationship. So maybe I'm alienating 50% of people. I don't know. Thank you. God bless. I hope this made you think.